Welcome to another exciting episode of the NFC North's Roundtable Discussion, Who Will Be King? I'm your host, Dave, from Vikings First and Skull, and today we have gathered with friends from around the NFC North to delve into the thrilling world of football. In this episode, we will be recapping the week four results and providing a preview of what's in store for week five. So let's jump right in and see how our teams fared in the latest matchups from the commanding lead of the Detroit Lions to the Green Bay Packers setback against those Lions. We'll be discussing the highs and the lows of each team's performance. We'll also dive into the Chicago Bears game against the Broncos and the struggles they faced. On top of that, we'll take a look at upcoming games, including the Minnesota Vikings facing the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. The Bears heading to Washington, D.C. to play the Commanders. The Lions taking on the Carolina Panthers. And on Monday, the pack traveling to play the Las Vegas Raiders. Join us as we analyze the strengths, weaknesses, and predictions for each team. So without further ado, let's get it started with this exciting episode of Who Will Be King? Let the battles begin. Everybody, it's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull. I have my friends from around the NFC North, and we've gathered for the NFC North Roundtable. We have all completed week four, and the picture is starting to come into focus. Right now, it looks like the Detroit Lions have a commanding lead over the division at the end of the quarter pole. It's theirs to lose here on out. In second place is the Green Bay Packers. Technically one game behind, but they're more than that because they lost their matchup to the Detroit Lions this last week. In third place comes my beloved Purple. When they finally got off the schneid and beat the Carolina Panthers. And then following up in the rear, way back there, being towed by the rest of the division, we have the Chicago Bears at 0-4. That's exactly where I want to start today. I want to welcome Pay from Da Bear Claw Podcast to tell us how was that game last Sunday against the Broncos. How you doing, Dave? Uh, thanks for thanks for the mighty introduction. Uh, I thought we were better. For, I thought we were better than that, though. You know, I thought we were. I thought we were something like friends. Uh, you, you left. You left me in the lurch, bro. You left me in the lurch. 
Misery is not fun by yourself. <laughs> well, we tried. <laughs> we tried too. <laughs> so tell us what happened during that Broncos game. I was wa- watching mine game, obviously, at the same time. And I keep seeing Fields, nine for nine. Fields, 12 for 13. And I'm going, oh, wow. And you broke out to that big lead. And then what happened? Uh, well, let me sum it up like this. What happened is Eris, the Chicago Bears cannot get out of them. Way, cannot get out of them uh, their, their own way. Um, and, and that tends to happen when you've lost 13 games in a row, now 14. You know, you just don't know how to win. The coaches don't know how to coach you into a win because they've lost. They've been there to lose the 14 games with you. It's just a, a franchise that's that has a culture of losing. And that's what happens even when you're so close to victory, you will snatch defeat from the jaws of victory because uh, you just don't know how to you don't know how to secure that W. Um, I mean, that's the easiest way to uh, describe it. There were some micro uh, inconsistencies with the, some of the play calling and errors here and there that led to the led to the defeat. But to sum it all up, we just don't know how to win. Oh, that's never a good thing. Speaking of winning, let's go over to B. Foster from Bleachers to Speakers your Lions podcast, and ask him, how did the Vikings, or how did the Lions, pardon me, pull off a 34-20 to 20 victory over the Green Bay Packers last Thursday? Well, uh, we, we took care of the, well, golf actually started with an interception, so I won't say we completely took care of the ball, but we were able to run the ball, which was uh, very important. Uh, Montgomery had well over 100 yards rushing. Um, we got after the quarterback. Jordan Love looked a little frazzled, and certainly in the first half he looked frazzled. Um, he he put up a fight in the second half, but it was too uh, it was too late. Um, and we we were able to turn the ball over a few times, which was key as well. But overall, it was a, it was a fun game to watch, um, and for the, and we controlled the game. For the for the most part, outside of that third quarter, we we slipped up a little bit, but, but yeah, the, the the running game was a was a major factor, and keeping Jordan Love on his toes with pressure. What happened during that game against the Detroit Lions? Why did it take so long for Love, the quarterback, to fire things up and get things going? Well, it comes down to inexperience in the line, some injuries in the line, and I've stated throughout the past couple of weeks, uh, we got to position ourselves. Jordan Love is not a guy that can win his games yet. He's not comfortable enough to take over. But even if he had time to even throw the ball the first half, you know, it would have gave us a chance, but he had no time. It was uh, Detroit came off uh, came off Running, they came off throwing punches right away, and they punched us right in the mouth, and they kept punching, punching, punching. We made mistakes, made, and then it started compounding into more mistakes, uh, and that's what resulted into a terrible first half for us. 
against the Detroit Lions, and you cannot do that with the Detroit Lions. They are a team that is a serious contender this year. Uh, I did say two weeks ago that Jared Goff would not take it to the Super Bowl. I still believe that, but they are very they're playing very well. They're playing great football. Uh, so they're, they're definitely up there in the contention of playing competitive football. So we made compound fractures, and that's what that's how we suffered this big loss. And it was very sad to see. Nightmarish. I'm sure it was. It was worse than week two. It was worse, you know, being up on Atlanta and coming, you know, and losing that lead. This was this show. This could sh- very much open a curtain to. You know, something we've never seen before in Green Bay. Uh, I don't want to go that deep into it because there's also missing key play- playmakers. But, yeah, this could have been a very – this could have been a curtain opening to what we could see for the rest of the season, and it does not look fun for us. <laughs> Bob, I'm <laughs> old enough to remember when they played almost half their games down in Milwaukee prior to getting Brett Favre. I've seen Green Bay bad before. Well, I, I mean, I would have to go back into the Sanskrit to, to see what you're talking about. <laughs> I think that may have been written on rock. Not sure. <laughs> um, now, to give a quick, brief update on how the Vikings defeated the Carolina Panthers, Vikings came out and tried to give it away with more turnovers, and right now, if they continue, they are on pace to set a turnover record for the season. That's killer. Otherwise, the offense played rather well. We scored. Defense played fantastic. We got pressure, and we made uh, life miserable for the Panthers fans, and we came away with our first victory, winning 21-13, to even after giving them directly 10 points on turnovers. Vikings look better if they clean up the turnovers we will be competitive but that brings us to week five week five is going to be much more of a test across the division the kansas city chiefs will face my team the minnesota vikings at u.s bank stadium and of course the biggest question of the game is Will Taylor Swift be there? I. It's great that Taylor Swift is bringing football to a whole bunch of new fans, and maybe they'll fall in love with the game and that they didn't pay attention to before. So that's fine. I have no problem with that. But let's start on the green or on the Chicago Bears end. Hey, you guys are scheduled to travel to Washington, D.C. to play the Commanders. How do you see that going? Our first Thursday night game of the season, we're going to go up and try to put on a try to put on put up a, a winning effort, uh, put on a decent show in front of the national audience for Amazon. And if not, hopefully our future head coach is right there on the sidelines for the Washington Commanders. 
And he takes a look at us. So, you know what? I can fix that. Um, so speaking about the offensive coordinator, Eric B. Enemy, um, our keys to win this game is simple. Continue building on the thing, the small things that we've done every week. Every week we've done one thing, small, one small thing that was good. And we've steady built on that. It hasn't, as you know, it hasn't built, hasn't manifested itself into a win as of yet. But if we continue to move the pocket, get Justin Fields comfortable out in space, throw the ball down the field, protect him, make a, not leave the not leave the defense on the on the field and and let them give up third down conversion after third down conversion. If we can continue to move in the right direction, one day we will get a win. And Washington isn't a world beater. Washington has given up tons of points so far this season. They can be had. We like. I mean, <laughs> we we did put up some points against a terrible defense just a few days ago. Washington's not, not, a, not a good defense, even though they've got some two all pros right there on the defensive line. If we can keep them out of Justin's face, we have a shot. Mm-hmm. Now, you mentioned Eric Bieniemy, future head coach. How hot of a seat is your head coach, Eberflus's job right now? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ooh, that seat might as well be the uh, the grill of a barbecue. Uh, yeah, you can't lose 14 consecutive games and, and think that your job is secure. No, 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 no. Especially your last, if the last, the last outing you've had, you've lost a 28-7 lead. And it really hinged on a coaching decision. As our loss to Denver pretty much was decided on a co- on an erroneous coaching decision, yeah, his. I think I'm putting it lightly if I say his coaching, um, coaching head coaching position with Chicago Bears is tenuous at best. That's putting it lightly. Interesting. We'll all watch with fascination, and we'll see if he lasts the season or not. I haven't looked at the hot uh, seat head coach odds yet to see who's favored to be first one fired. Well, I would suspect he's in the top three. That's a, that's a great assumption because he is. <laughs> B. Foster, 
your team, the Detroit Lions, host the Carolina Panthers, who we just played. How do you expect that to go? I mean, on paper, uh, this is, should be an easy victory for us. Um, we're getting more healthy by the day. We had a nice 10-day ten uh, day break. And, uh, we, you know, the, the crowd, I, I'll be in the building for the, for the game, but, you know, the crowd should be on fire, you know, coming off a big win in Green Bay and going up against a team that's 0-4 that is still trying to figure things out. On, on paper, we should, um, you know, handle them pretty easily. Uh, of course, we're. I'm sure Campbell will have the guys ready and, and and not have them sleeping on on Carolina. So, I mean, it, the way the way it looks, we should we should we should beat them by by several scores. But you know, we can never, we can never be too sure. Should be interesting. Um, you could watch our film from the game and see where they're weak, and they have weaknesses. They're a reason they're zero four. And we did lose to that. This is this is a game that we, we that we gave up 300 yards last year against them in Carolina. So this is definitely one of the games we had circled on our calendar to uh, event you know avenge that situation because they they kept us from making the playoffs when it when it's all said and done. So um, I know they got Adam Thielen, who was one of your old guys, got him in the background. Right. He's so. done very well so far this season. Yeah, yes, and he, he and he's always done well against the Lions. And then they also had DJ Chark, who we had last year. So, a couple guys that I'm I'm sure are, are ready to to show out. But outside of that, you know, rookie quarterback, we should be able to rattle him with some with some pressure if we get. Man, um, we should be able to get at him pretty pretty well. Good. Bob, are you going to make the trip to Las Vegas? And how do you think your team's going to do? Well, first off, I shook off that bad juju from last week. So positive thinking from this day forward. I think we're going to do our, we're going to do great. There's some history behind uh, behind the Packers versus the Raiders. We've won the last eight games against the Raiders. Uh, I think we're going. It's going on a couple a long time. Uh, Battle for it does quite well going into bye weeks. Uh, but besides that, we have guys going back. We have Eric Stokes, who's finally making an appearance. He's one of our high draft picks from a couple of years back who plays corner. Uh, Jair will be back this week, uh, shadowing Devante. Uh, and we just have guys that will play in the secondary that kind of keep our defense in a cohesive state, have that strong hold against a good run. Um, unfortunately, we have a defensive coordinator who doesn't know what a run game is and just does schemes against passing, but, uh, hopefully he adjusts this week and, uh, we see some stops on the run. As the offensive line goes, uh, we do have guys practicing, still don't have guys that are committed to playing Monday night, but I think coming off Detroit's second half, some of these guys know that they can't start off slow. Uh, they see what happens. Uh, mistakes start to compound, and it starts to it ruins momentum on all, all three sides, uh, all both sides of the ball, so especially special teams too. Uh, I do see a positive outlook. I do see if Jordan can stay stable behind the line. I see good 
football playing by the Packers. Uh, is Aaron Jones should be, you know, we have eight days. We have Thursday to mon- uh, Monday, what's that? More than eight days uh, to get ready for this for this big game on a, a prime time. So this is a, another prime time game for us to prove that, you know, we we make mistakes, but we are a resilient team. As you've seen this last past four weeks, we have resiliency in in our group. So hopefully we learn. Hopefully we have, you know, this is this is a year of coaching staff too. It's not just on Jordan Love. We want to see what Matt LaFleur can do uh, now that he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers and how he develops our guys, you know, being the younger, one of the youngest teams in the NFL. So this is a big, this is a big one on the coaching staff. So it is going to be interesting to see if they, they, they make the right changes with the personnel uh, and with the personnel coming back. So, uh, yeah, no, I got some confidence, especially because, you know, it's the lowly Raiders right now. I don't know if they know what they're doing. Uh, I know I seen Jimmy uh, come up on fantasy football. I don't know if he's playing Monday night. I didn't, I was looking right now. I still haven't seen anything. Uh, I had never heard of the backup. I don't even know. The, I forgot the backup stand now. I just looked at it, too. Uh, if we were playing against a backup quarterback with our secondary and our motors, I don't see Vegas going very far against us. I see a win in the Packers Monday night football and a good cutting into a good bye. So, uh, yeah, we all hope to survive. Fingers crossed, you know, into a bye week and then to the end of the season. So, I see good things. Well, I fully expect to see a lot of green in the stands because Las Vegas seems to be, you know, the traveling team stadium. So, that'll help as well. I hope we see a lot of green in Las Vegas, but, you know, we are Wisconsin. We're the working class. I can't see us spending $1,000 on a ticket, <laughs> you know, especially so close to the holidays. It's just, that's great. It's, the stadium is beautiful. I, I just don't know if it's worth that money anymore, especially to see a, a lowly Vegas Raiders team. I, I just want to see the stadium. It's one of the new stadiums I haven't been in. So that that's interesting. We'll see. I suspect the Packer fans travel generally pretty well, so mm-hmm. not worried about that's that. Do. Now, that's the, do. That's at seven fifteen Sunday night football, and then before that, at, at, Monday night football. Monday night football. Sorry, well, eight, and then, uh, on Sunday the Vikings play at the three twenty five time period on CBS as their number one game. Eighty percent of the country is going to watch it. Viking or the Kansas City Chiefs come to US Bank Stadium. Like I said before, biggest talk is will Taylor Swift be there? Go ahead, distract, do that. I have no problem with it. But the Vikings could win this. They have one of the better offenses in the league. They just have to stop turnovering, making turnovers, and giving the football away. If they do that, they have an opportunity to beat not the best Kansas City Chiefs. Yes, they're the Super Bowl champions, but they can be beat. B. Foster can attest to that when they lost to the Detroit Lions. I'm hoping that's the case, but logic tells me the Vikings are in danger of going 1-4 and to start the season. They've already eaten up their er- margin of error, and they're playing chase. They've got to steal some of these tough-fought games. They're playing the first 
ranked schedule, they got to beat the the championship game teams because they play all four of them. And it starts here with Kansas City. We'll see what happens. I'm not going to hold my breath, but I hope it's a very good game and very entertaining. So we'll find out. Anybody have anything else on the week that they'd like to get off their chest concerning their football teams? Um, yeah, we're a, we're a wide receiver short now. So if any, if any of you guys, you know, was uh, also getting rid of a wide receiver, you can, can you possibly point them in the direction of Chicago? Good point. Good point. I'm surprised you haven't stolen some off a practice squad somewhere yet. But I hear I hear Josh Gordon is doing really good on the Sea Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and the further closer we get to trade deadline, who knows about the Minnesota Vikings? If they're not doing so well, they may start to trade some assets. We'll have to find out. Will be interesting. With that, I want to thank everybody for being here. Pay from the Bears Claw Podcast, B Foster from Bleachers to Speakers, Bob from Love and the Leapers, and myself, Dave from Vikings First and Skull. As we round it up, week four, and gave you a preview of week five in the NFC North. What do we say, guys? Go, Pat, go. Bear down. Go, Lions. Go, Vikings. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you for listening to this NFC North group effort on the Fans First Sports Network. This has been a The Bear Claw Podcast. Bleachers to Speakers. Love and the Leapers. Vikings First and Skull. And of course, the Fans First Sports Network production. Thank you for listening.